0: Tighten up! Tighten up!
1: Oh, Justin. Okay. What's up, dude? Oh man! What
0: is up? That was
1: a celebration dance, if I ever saw one. I can't even get my earbud in. I mean,
0: I think some of these NFL players should come to me for their touchdown celebration dances. You know, if they want some choreography, I got it all right here.
1: That's pretty good. I'm pretty that's impressed by <laughs> thanks, by your moves. <laughs>
0: thanks, dude.
1: Um Dude, Titans still alive. We're still in this thing, dude.
0: We oh, are still goodness. in it. That's right, Jeff Schwartz. We outscored the Patriots.
1: I'm still salty about that, sorry. Yeah, we yeah, there was just a recent tweet how he's like, Why are we so excited about a a team that scored fourteen points in the playoffs? Because it was more than the other team, Jeff Schwartz. That's why we're excited. Exactly. Uh, against the number 1 defense in the league no less. So uh, like who's 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 dumb now? Okay. Okay. That is uh, Titans, all go that into, matters. Titans go into Titans go into Foxborough and win against the Patriots in the wild card round, which is the first time that's happened to the Patriots since uh 2009. <gasps> and they are done for the season at least. A lot of people saying the the dynasty might be done for good. Caleb, how much do you buy into that? Uh do we even Does it even matter? Do we care? Because we're here to talk about the Titans, not the Patriots. Possible end of Dynasty. Uh,
0: Yeah. I don't really care, Justin. I don't care. We beat them. They're trash. (laughs) I'm just kidding. They're not trash. But (laughs) they are. Their season is over. Whether Tom Brady comes back next season or not, I don't give a crap. Because we got – I only give a crap about the Ravens right now. That's the only team I care
1: about. So I don't care – a lick about the Patriots. He would give crap right for them. Yes, same. I'm sick. I'm sick of the national media already looking forward of what does the future lie ahead for the Patriots? It's like oh, we're still in the 2019-2020 season here. Can we talk about the teams that are still in the league in the playoffs, still have a shot at the Super Bowl? Uh, so yeah, this is like the first you know, time that the AFC Championship isn't going to feature Tom Brady in like a hundred years. So that's exciting. Something new is going to happen uh so why not us why not the titans let's uh do the unthinkable and go into baltimore on saturday after but let's talk about this
0: game caleb well i was gonna say it's 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 ironic the state of the nfl because after a great and crazy wild card weekend the only uh articles i can seem to find on the nfl are will the patriots dynasty end and uh Mike McCarthy as the new head coach of the NFL uh, of the Dallas Cowboys two teams that are not playing in the 2019 2020 postseason it's true they're still
1: dominating the headlines they're still dominating the headlines
0: I don't get it it's it's uh but anyways yeah enough of that what what was your question Justin how do
1: I feel about the game uh, yes. Sorry. I've had a shoddy connection for a second. So, shoddy. Uh, yeah, Titans getting it done on the ground. Uh Derrick Henry dominating, Uh, uh carrying another uh, 32 carries after coming off a Houston game in which he had over 30 carries. So massive workload for Derrick Henry, but he's making it pay off. Could have um, sworn yeah, let's just
0: start. it was 34 carries, but, you know, two carries here or there, what does it matter?
1: F. You know what? I think you're right. It was 34, but it was actually 35 because he carried the ball on that two-point conversion at the end, but oh. it doesn't go in the stat sheet for, for some reason. Oh. But who knows? Who cares? Over 30 carries for Derrick Henry, breaking a record against Belichick defenses in the playoffs uh, for most rushing yards or total scrimmage yards, one of the two, but they, they could not stop it, and Caleb especially in those uh, first two touchdown drives that we had. Uh, One was our first drive. One of them was right before that half ended. Uh, Derrick Henry and the offensive line were were getting some major push, creating some major holes, and Derrick Henry was running through them with ease almost. Were you surprised by how much we controlled the line of scrimmage in that first half with Derrick Henry? Because that that was sheer just downhill running between the tackles, domination. That – Patriots, I didn't think uh, gave up hardly at all this year.
0: Yeah, you know, Justin, this this is a weird one. I'm gonna this is I'm gonna give you a weird take on this one because I kind of think okay. that we played exactly into the Patriots' hands, or or that's what they were expecting with Belichick. He wanted. Derrick Henry yeah. to try and beat us solely. I mean, their their defensive set the whole game, they like literally never changed was to try and take away the deep play action and just let Derrick Henry have as many yards as possible. I do think our offensive line owns. I do think Derrick Henry was unstoppable. But if you came to the end of the game and you are like, yo, Bill Belichick, are you happy with how your defense played against this Titans offense? I feel like he, he would have to be like, yeah, we played pretty good. I know Derrick Henry was unstoppable, but that's... I feel like what he was wanting with the with the defense they were putting out there. And it came down yeah. to, you know, uh, just a few huge plays in the fourth quarter, which, I mean, you got to ask. You can't ask for more than that in a playoff game, a chance to win late in the, in the game in the fourth quarter with Tom Brady as your quarterback. So I kind of think that uh, Bill Belichick's defense did what was expected of them, uh, which was take away the big passing play, which they did, and then just see if Derrick Henry can, you know, Beat him himself, which he did. By the way, and also the Patriots' offense sucks. That did not help. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of my take, a little bit, on why we just ran over them. But I don't know. What do you think? Does that does that yeah. make sense?
1: <laughs> Sorry, you man. I I it did from the parts I got. My oh. internet connection is struggling hardcore right now, so I missed a lot of what you said. Oh. But um. I, no, I, I agree. I, I, but for some reason, if it, how how did Bill Belichick not take away Derrick Henry? It was almost like he was trying to eliminate the pass. Uh, yeah. With our with our touchdown drives and the way we are able to get first downs near the end of the game and drain the clock, feels like that's something that the Patriots are would have almost certainly been prepared for. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, you got to line up and execute, and maybe that's what it came down to. And, and giving the ball to Henry over thirty times in this game, and, and those that kind of playing environment outside in the rain that wears down defenses, and I think that's what we saw. Uh, right. I just think I, yeah, that. I mean, at the end of the day, if you told Belichick, keep
0: going, keep going.
1: I was, I was gonna say if you would have told him that he would have given up fourteen points to the Titans, I think he would have been like, okay, job well done. Uh, but really, it's it felt like our offense played a lot better. Than the points that we put up on the board. Even even with Ryan Tannehill only passing 15 times, um, uh, we had some drives stall out. Tannehill had even though Tannehill I thought played his worst game as a Titan. This this was not a great Tannehill performance. It, funny enough, it kind of reminded me of uh, a lot of Mariota performances where he kind of managed the game and did what he had to do to get the wins. Uh, he would have he had that what the F are you doing, what are you thinking throw for an interception Yep. Uh, that Tannehill had, that Mariota had a lot of. Uh, but he also had a clutch run for a first down in the fourth quarter. So he had a clutch, clutch pass to Anthony Ferkser on third down, which is something that Mariota did, just kind of giving us the plays that we really needed. Uh, in, uh, but it's still not, not a perfect game from Tannehill. But, hey, he, he did enough to win the game, and thank God for that. Thank God for Derrick Henry. Uh, also, yeah. thank God for Marcus Mariota what, came into the game. Yeah, The Patriots' performance, and I was talking about
0: don't don't forget Marcus Mariota came into the game what? one for one. Dude made a
1: huge impact. <laughs> yeah, since you uh, wow, big time. What's your take on that? What what are we doing there? Why are we bringing Mariota in? Are we just looking for different defensive alignments and seeing if we can exploit that with Mariota at quarterback as opposed to Tannehill? What, what's Arthur Smith going there? Oh, I think we're just trying what to. I think
0: we're just trying to keep teams on their toes right now. Just like if we, if you can get one play where they're like, "Whoa, what the heck is Marcus doing back there?" and then possibly bring him back later, either in the game or later in the playoffs. Maybe we'll see him against the Ravens a few more times, where we can run some more trickery. But I, I think that's the the key behind putting him in there. Um, yeah, that's it. Not not a huge impact to the game. Um, but he did his. He came mm-hmm. in and he did his job for that one play. Good job, Marcus. We love you here at Titans Tube. Good job. Good job. Franchise quarterback, yeah, right there. We should sign him. Franchise sign him quarterback. To a huge one extension. One yeah. You know, he actually had the best passer rating in the game, which is funny. Oh.
1: Dude, we got a QB controversy Yo. again. It's going to be a QB battle to see who gets to start against yeah. the Ravens because that's that's serious. Let us know in the comments
0: below who do you um, think will start: Ryan Tannehill or Marcus speak- Mariota? Right now, hot topic. I don't know why they're not debating this on First Take, but uh, anyways,
1: it, yeah, the the, the 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 QB competition never ended. It's still it's been going ever since the season started okay, uh, back back though. Uh, but let, let's talk about some yes. different ma- other, another difference maker on offense. <clears throat> and I want to propose this to you, Caleb, because you said this in the last video, you said Anthony Furkser owes us one for that interception that he helped cause in the Houston game where they returned it back to our five yard line. That was a 14 point swing of a drive. And you said he owed us one in his, in your eyes. Did he redeem himself, Caleb in this game?
0: Uh, yes, he did. And, and oh, not yes. not with the touchdown catch, but with that late third down catch. That was what redeemed him. Yeah, That play right there. That was huge. And you know what was funny? Is that uh, they even broke it down on TV. And the Patriots were double-teaming Ferkser on that play. Or were planning on double-teaming him. The safety was going his way. They're double-teaming Anthony Berkser, Really? And he
1: still caught it. <laughs> That's not the guy I would have guessed. I mean, it wasn't double
0: coverage by any means. If you go back and watch the play, the safety was well, 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 well behind him. But uh, he was heading that route to cover Ferkser if something, if he were to go deep. Uh, But yeah, he did redeem
1: himself. Thank you, Anthony. Ferkser, go Harvard. Go Harvard all the way. I I, am going to apply to go to Harvard now because of you, Anthony, Anthony. Uh, and we, and we talked about it. We talked about it, dude. We thought, you know, Belichick's going to have a game plan to, to try to shut down Henry, which didn't really end up happening. But he's going to try to take away our best strengths. He's going to try to take away A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, a lot of our best receiving weapons. So somebody's going to have to step up, whether it be Tajay Sharp, Anthony Ferkser, Michael Pruitt. One of these Michael. pass catchers is going to have to be – Left open or or just make a play, and Anthony Ferkser gave that to us twice. So big big time play from him. And, uh, and I think yeah, he's. He gotta, I mean, with with
0: how few go. times we threw it over the course of the game and how the game flow went, like those those few catches. I mean, Tannehill only threw it fifteen times. Like every single catch was maximized uh, and just under a you know a microscope yeah. with how much it impacted the game. So are having two huge grabs, one for the touchdown, and then also on that third down. Uh, was just clutch, as like you can't put the amount of weight those two catches held. You can't, you can't judge it. You can't weigh it. I know.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Whatever. We, we did. There's no way we could have uh, guessed that Tannehill would throw up 72 yards. But, like, if you if you put them in context, they're really huge. Like, the, like Deion Lewis had, like, a catch for eight yards, but that was a third down play. I remember that specifically because it was a huge first down to get. The screen pass to Henry going for 20 yards down the sideline to set up our second touchdown at the end of the half to cap off a brilliant two-minute drive where we ran the ball, like, the whole way down, which is not what you, you normally do on a two-minute drive. Um... What else? That that's honestly, like it. That's like all the completions. I mean, had. yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly,
0: we looking back at this game, I think we just out patriot patrioted the Patriots. Like when I look back at their dynasty, okay. how they play in the playoffs, they are totally unexpected. What do you think they do well, they do the opposite. You know, last year uh, their offense going into playoffs was was pretty. Uh, mediocre, and all of a sudden they become a really strong power running team in the playoffs. Propels them to a Super Bowl. You know they just they can change it, they can adapt. I think the yep. Titans came into this game, and and we can com- we perfectly adapted to how the Patriots were wanting us to play. I think Belichick was just tempting us, thinking that we would lose patience and try to get some big plays down the field through the passing game, almost tempting us to be like, nope, you're gonna have to run it 30 plus times if you want to win with Derrick Henry. And, and, uh, and Vrabel was like, then we're going to run it 30 plus times and we're going to beat you that way. The way you don't think that we would have enough patience to beat you with. So I, I you know, I look at, I feel like Tannehill yeah. only having 72 passing guards like that. That's fine, man. Like we, we did what we needed to do. We saw what the Patriots were wanting us to play like, and we we're like, nope, we're going to play this style and we're just going to run it down your throat and win by one point, and then throw in a pick six at the end, and the win's a win. Yeah. So it felt like a very I mean, the, patriot. The, the the final score. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. just felt like a very patriot esque playoff win to me. Except that the Patriots were the ones on the losing end, and the Titans were the one on the winning end.
1: I mean, we are like the the team of former Patriots in a lot of a lot of aspects. Trudet. So the. New Patriots out the old Patriots. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's let's move on to to the defense too, because there's some standout performances I want to talk about there. And and funny enough, how, how this game was weirdly played out in that in the eyeball test, our, it seemed like our offense was way more effective than the 14 points that reflected it. And conversely, it felt like our defense was giving up a whole lot at, at the uh, at the end of the game. But or They were giving up a whole lot, but by the end of the game, you look up and they only gave up 13 points. It felt like they were kind of gashing us here and there with runs with Sony Michelle going 10, 12 yards. Uh, Dump-off pass to James White was big. Uh, a lot of times we, we were playing some soft zone coverages and there would just be a guy sitting there wide open to, to catch a pass. Just kind of little frustrating things that happened, but, you know, bend but don't break has been kind of the mantra of this defense uh helped out big time by julian edelman dropping a pass man the patriots we, you've heard about it all season long how they lacked receiver skill and talent and depth and yeah i, I can definitely tell with that i mean our our uh, our defensive backs play pretty well uh Adore jackson was good to see him back he made some plays back there he ended up with two passes defensed with a couple tackles um yeah it was nice to get him back there but yeah, and obviously, well let's talk about the biggest series of the game, which was the goal line stand. Turned out it could have been the game changer. That's that's four points that the defensive line and most notably Rashawn Evans saved by by stopping him three times in a row. Extremely impressive. I was definitely expecting a play action pass there, but uh alright, you're gonna run into our front. We'll we'll take that. We'll take that anytime. So Rashawn Evans. Big tip of the cap to you, sir. This was one of the best games I thought I thought he played. He ended up with three tackles for loss on top of ten total tackles for the game. Uh, great. Great first playoff game for Rashawn yeah, I mean, Evans. Jeffrey
0: Simmons was huge on that goal line stand, too, blowing up the inside so that yeah. Rashawn Evans could sh- – I've never seen someone, like, shoot through a gap. He was almost, like, flying. His feet were just, like, parallel, just, like, gliding ac- across the, the field as he yeah. tackled, like, James White and Sonny Michelle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was actually I was getting pretty worried early on in the game when Sony Michelle was gashing us for some big some big runs. I was like, shoot, this is not gonna bode well because now it's gonna set up their play action, which is all which is what their passing game needs to, to get their players open. But you know what, that that was a huge I think that was a turning point in the game where it's like, nah, the Titans I think the Titans are a stronger, more physical team and the Patriots just don't have it in them, especially offensively, to you know, to pull it out. Um so yeah, huge turning point in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that kind of just sealed it from there on out, you know. I was like, shoot, we ain't getting by that front. <laughs>
1: yeah. Cause and then we responded to that by uh by making our, our two minute drive to to take the lead right before halftime. So that was a possible facing a seventeen to seven deficit to holding them to a field goal and then scoring our own touchdown before half, and we're up by one point. Next thing you know, 14 yes. 13 which pretty much was the rest of the game. And until should last we have a, a two-minute drill that featured 75
0: yards from Derrick Henry with only one pass? Like, what kind of two-minute drill is that? Yes. That is some Titans smash-mouth two-minute drill. <laughs> uh, where is Mike Malarkey the, with that yeah. smash-mouth, exotic smash-mouth football? No, but I think that's what that's what Him. Belichick was, t- was like, trying to, like, tempt us into doing. He's like, even in two minutes, it's like, you got to keep on running the ball. I am not going to give up these big pass plays to A.J. Brown and the titans were like then we're gonna keep yeah. on doing it because derrick henry is running like a man possessed he's the king let's go ahead and crown him he was um and also please can we vote him president oh he's uh, been crowned can we also get him on in the white oh.
1: house and just get the voting ballots i will he's my write-in candidate for sure i'm writing in derrick henry uh, for sure for king el henry. Presidente. Not president, king. but a king. I want him to be yeah. like the monarch of Screw the United States. Screw so democracy, dude. Democracy's done. It's over. It's a thing of the past. We are now living under the Derrick Henry yes. regime, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. Um, also, I have a note here. One more defensive shout out to. I thought Kenny Vaccaro played one of his best games as a Titan. He was. Dear, did you see that missile? Yes. He turned himself into a missile and shot Sony Michelle right in the chest, or maybe the helmets. That was kind of a dangerous. Hit. He kind of speared him straight. But he shot was through it there as, and uh, I mean, made a was good Was it stick. as
0: dangerous as J- Jadavian Clowney's cheap shot head shot to the back of Carson Wentz oh, head no, to the ground? No. no. Kenny Vaccaro.
1: It was an incidental yeah, head-to-head shot. But it was more dangerous for Vicaro because, you know, Ryan Shazier. I saw someone point this out. Ryan Shazier of the Steelers who ruptured his spine or whatever has paralyzed from the waist down temporarily like that was the same kind of hit like head down into the into the ball carrier that he could have hurt himself so good thing he didn't but the, anyway that not I'm not trying to just dis- distract from the fact that Kenny Vaccaro played a fantastic game he uh, I thought he also made a, a touchdown saving yes, deflection when thick. he came in from a safety spot swatted that ball. Cause that was a good pass. That looked like it was going to be dropped right into the breadbasket of Sanu. I think it was. I, mean, I think I saw a quote where Vrabel um, said
0: that Kenny Vaccaro played that game the way a safety is supposed to play that game, and so just yes. like perfect. He was where he needed to be. He was around the ball. He was deflecting passes. He was blowing up the lo- through the line to tackle Tony Michelle. Like Kenny Vaccaro, invaluable to this Titans team.
1: Yes. It's it's good. I, I do want to t- mention this. It's so nice to see these players kind of step up and have good games because I, I'm seeing a couple of our uh, our main contributor contributors kind of disappear a little bit in the this last month of the season. Like where where is uh, where's Kevin Byard making a big impact, game changing play? Like he's usually active in run support, uh, gets his hands on a ball, whether it's deflecting it or intercepting it. Uh, I don't know. It seems like he's kind of just on mop-up duty. He's, he's the one that'll take down a running back if he gets through the initial wave of defenders after he's eight yards down the field. He's kind of the mop-up tackler. I, I want to see a little bit more Kevin Byard making a big impact play. Same thing with uh, Harold Landry. Hasn't had a sack in several games after getting nine sacks and having a streak of like six straight games with a sack. I want to see him get back into the backfield more, uh, making more of an impact that he was earlier in the season. Uh, But, you know, we've got a lot of talent on this defense where guys can make plays any given week. But uh, is that a cause for concern for you, or is this an unjustified complaint that Uh,
0: I have? I mean, anytime we're not getting to the quarterback, it's a cause for concern, which we did not do very well against the Patriots. Um, But I I think it's going to be more important than ever. In our game next Saturday against the Ravens, just our defensive line play being able to oh, contain yeah. Lamar Jackson or chase him down when he does break containment. Like, it's Harold Landry is going to need to have a huge game Saturday night for us to win. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of looking past what he's done over the last few games, which isn't a whole lot on the stat sheet, but uh, and he's got to bring it Saturday night. I think uh, the loss of Jay on Brown is going to be huge too. We really could have used him. I don't know actually I haven't heard a injury report of him. He was feeling I was just good assuming he was going to be out. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't think one's been released yet. We'll see At about that, bro. Uh, one more thing I John want to talk, talk about before Status is
0: uncertain. We do not know anything. So <laughs> yes. Don't make fun of us. Something else is
1: announced. We'll <laughs> take it personally and <laughs> It'll hurt our feelings. Um wh- one more thing I want to talk about before doing a brief uh, Ravens preview is Mike Vrabel's decision to punt the ball. First of all, whether to punt the ball on like a fourth and three, whether then go for it or try a 53-yard field goal, and ultimately using the delay of delays of game and false start penalties, a little loophole in the rules that we saw Belichick use earlier in the season uh, against the Jets, I believe it was, to run down clock. Uh, for the sake of just burning time what, what did you think about that i want to get your take on that first and that strategy and that point you want to get my take
0: first dude why don't you give your take
1: fine Pause. well then here it is at the time um i wasn't crazy about it because you're that that seems like a good uh rational thing to do if you're up by let's say two possessions and you're nearing five minutes to go and then or you're, let's say you have like six and a half minutes to go and you want to burn it down to five minutes or less by using those false starts and delays of game, making it harder for uh, the opposing team to score twice in five minutes. But with it being a one-point game, uh, you it could have backfired big time because Tom Brady, how did we know that he wasn't going to be vintage Tom Brady and lead a four-minute drive, kick a field goal with 20 seconds left on the clock when we could have used that minute and a half? Uh, to respond, because at the time I was like, well, we're kind of screwing ourselves, because if they score, that's a minute and a half that we're not going to have to respond. But at the end of the day, it ended up working out for us. We were able to burn it down to 20 seconds ourselves, but that's hindsight. Uh, that was just my take. I, I think it's a good idea, but in that situation, it kind of made me nervous. Uh, ditto,
0: real quick, my AirPods died, so your audio is just coming through my phone. hope that's cool. But I'm, I'm covering my mic. I'm covering Ooh, my mic when you talk, okay. so... That's Very considerate. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I was pretty much in the same same boat as you were. I'm like, we're just taking away time from ourselves. Like Tom Brady needs less time, essentially, in a one point in a one point game to win the game. He would run it down to all to one second, kick away winning yeah. field goal. But you know, when it comes down to it, if I I probably I probably would have well, I probably would have punted is what I would have done as the head coach, and I would not have been smart enough to know the rules, how to run off Mm -hmm. all that clock, and how to back us up (laughs) with all those penalties. I definitely... One thing that's scaring the hell out of me about this current playoff run is Greg Joseph has yet to kick a field goal for us, and we're in the divisional round of the playoffs. Like I have absolutely no confidence in our kicking game whatsoever outside of Brett Kern punting the ball. Um, So yeah, I think punting the ball was probably the right... you know, thing to do in that situation, and then the just the the smart play to run off that clock, which I thought would come back to bite us, didn't. It actually worked out in our favor, uh, which is totally just a hindsight, this 2020 type thing. So it's kind of hard to like have an actual opinion at the time on how that played out uh, personally. But I thought he was kind of crazy at first, and I was like, well, all right. It took when I saw like it actually ran off like a minute and 47 seconds or something. Like I was like, wow. That's actually pretty good, especially with how bad their offense has been playing uh, in the second half. So it, it worked out, yeah. and now Vrabel looks
1: like a genius. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but he could have he could look like an, an idiot if it backfired. I don't. It, it was still risky. I think. Uh, I think it came down to either punting it or going for it. I yeah. There's no way we can try a 53 yard field goal with a kicker that has been on our team or wasn't even on a team until we signed him a few weeks ago. Uh, and has yet to attempt a field goal. And even though he hasn't missed an extra point yet, it still makes me nervous. He's been shaky on some of those. Like, he has a strong leg. Like, he fires it in there. But I've seen several of them, like, squeak right inside uh, one of the sides of the uprights. So, he, yeah, I'm still, I'm still very nervous with, with the field goal kicking situation that we have. Uh, but so it, it would have either been to punt it or go for it. And like you, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have remembered how the rules are. With the clock being drained after committing penalties, so and I mean, and you have to think about who your punter is too. When your punter is Brett Kern, you can look at him as like a weapon and like using him as 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 like a go-to option instead of a default option because he's that good. And we saw that on his last punt when he pinned him at the one-yard line. Uh, so ultimately, yay, yay, good decision, and it didn't come back to bite us.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think we do use Brett Kern as a weapon. And I think that's what Rabel was doing right there. I mean, the Patriots hadn't, Patriots offense hadn't shown us anything in the second half. It's like let's pin him deep, uh, try to make him drive the yard and uh, all the f- drive the whole field. And then also we can run off two more, you know, almost two minutes of clock with this little loophole that Belichick himself exposed earlier in the season against the Jets and thought he was so clever and smart. (gasps) Oh, isn't that cute?
1: And he was furious. He was like, they can't do this to us. Only we're the ones that get to use this strategy.
0: But it worked out for us. And so that is uh, that is good. (laughs) That's all I have to say.
1: Okay we're on a I'm on a, a bit of a time constraint so great epic win. Let's move on and just briefly talk about our chances against the Ravens. They're 14 and two and just dominated the NFL and dude, when I look at the Ravens and how they've played this year, not only do I think they were the best team in the league this year, but I think they're the best team that we've seen and I was thinking about it since maybe, Uh, the Seahawks Legion of Boom at their prime whenever they went on their run to defeat the the Broncos in a huge blowout in the Super Bowl. And that was an insanely well-rounded team with no weaknesses. And that's kind of what I see with the Ravens. I I think they're one of the better teams that we've seen this decade. Well, the decade just started. It's just now 2020. So obviously they're one of the best teams of the 2020s. But but it's going to be a challenge, dude. It's going to be a challenge. Lamar Jackson... Mark Ingram, smash, and dash well, 2.0. Justin, I'm just going to uh, – I don't know. What, what do you see? What do you I see? I you uh, here. How you like you said chances? they're the
0: best team of the decade. They are not. They have not played this decade yet, so I would give that award to the Titans, the people who beat Ooh. the defending
1: – They've won yeah, zero games, zero games. Big goose egg, Baltimore. So, bad.
0: Baltimore fans, if you're watching this, before you get all you know, high and mighty, you haven't won a game this decade, and we have won one game and defeated the defending Super Bowl champions, so watch out.
1: Yes, they have a lot to prove. Uh, A lot of doubters. Like, Yeah.
0: They're really good, Justin. And you might call me crazy, but I kind of like our defensive matchup against the Ravens offense and Lamar Jackson. I know it's going to be a hot take. But uh, I think with our – man, we need a status update on Jayon Brown. But even without him – Um, Long, who was in there, was flying around the field. I I like that we can replace Jayon with a a linebacker that's like kind of his stature, similar play style, not as skilled as Jayon. But with the emergence of Rashawn Evans, with uh, I think Harold Landry's going to put together, the rest of our defensive line is playing really well, I think we're going to be able to contain Lamar, man. I don't know. Call me crazy. I think if we can do that and shut down uh, down Mark Ingram in the run game, then uh, I like our chances, dude.
1: I like him. Hey, tall tall task, but I, I, love, I love the optimism.
0: Uh, I also like how Derrick Henry seems to have that video game perk where the more damage you take, you actually get health back. Because somehow, after even running 34 times, the dude looks stronger every single run he, he gets late in the game. So, like, he's got to be at, like, 150% power going into Baltimore this week uh, after receiving yeah. – after being hit, like, 34 times. Like – the dude is not human. Over 150
1: so. HP with, like, 125 yeah. stamina, something like that. Yeah,
0: like, it's, Man. it's it's crazy how good he is. So, yeah, that's that's about all I have to say.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and one thing to point out, too, with the Ravens going on a bye week this week, maybe something uh, can kind of fall in our favor. Like, you know, when you get the bye week, and they rested their most important players in week 17. So their star players they all have be gone – quite a long time without uh, without playing a football game. And they, they ripped off 12 straight wins to end the season. They're on a 12-game winning streak. And when you're rolling like that, maybe something that works against you is not being able to play in a game for three weeks. We've seen it happen to number one seeds, uh, notably the Titans, who lost to, oh, the Ravens back in 2008 when we rested our starters in week 17, had a bye week. They came in as the sixth seed and upset us. Um, with no thanks to all of the Algie Crumpler fumbles and Linda White fumbles and the not-called delays of game that the Ravens had and uh, and Chris Johnson being hurt. And I'm not here to talk about the past, but here I am talking about the past. But my point being is that there's a chance maybe that it could work against them and they could come out a little rusty and it'll take them a quarter or two to to, to get their flow again. Or they could just be well-rested and come out flying and, and just... Break the doors off our defense, but I don't know. That that's something to watch for because it does happen. It does happen where where one seeds with the bye week can can come out rusty. Fingers crossed for rust. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think we saw it with the the, the Houston Texans in the first half
0: of their game. Like Deshaun Watson yeah. hadn't played in, the, in. Well, he didn't play Week 17, so only sat out like. Uh, 2 weeks but you know I saw some people saying that the Texans should have played their starters week 17 just to keep them in the flow of the game. I know you risk an injury yeah. and if something were to happen to have happened to Watson like a major injury in week 17 everyone th- would have torn Bill O'Brien apart but now I guess they won the game against the Bills so you can't say too much but looking at just the first half yeah. how they were just being playing abysmal it's like you know there there is some argument for like just continuing to play your players to play their you know play your way and just keep on rolling instead of like taking. Yeah, the Ravens has almost had a month off by the time we get them on Saturday night, where we have been playing playoff games since like week
1: seventeen. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because uh, yeah, it did take Deshaun Watson a while to to finally find his his rhythm again. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's more we could talk about, but we should wrap this video up yes. as I must depart. Sir. Fair. Any, any right. final thoughts? We didn't final even talk about their defense is, uh, much. We, they, they've got two all pros in the secondary. So the passing game may not get much better. Uh, hopefully it's more than 72 yards worth and we don't have to lean on Derrick Henry the entire game, but they got, a, they got a tough defense too. Well-rounded team. And we owe them, dude, we owe them for 2000 and 2008 ruining our Super Bowl dreams. Payback time. Can it happen? Yes. yes yes I predict yeah, a score of 42 to 17 Titans <laughs> okay you predicted 37 to nothing against the Patriots and while you got the right team winning you did not get the score right even close I' will take uh, I'll take Titans uh uh 34 to 31
0: whoa high score to
1: 31.
0: I think it's going to be another low-scoring game. I I really do think, one, the Ravens' offense is going to be a little lackadaisical. I kind of think it's going to be a shootout. I I think the Ravens' offense is going to be pretty lackadaisical in the first half and pretty rusty, and uh, I I think it will come down to a one-score game by the end of the game, probably around, like, 24 to 21. I also like my original
1: prediction of uh, (laughs) 42 to 17. Yeah, you can't change. You already had the first Sorry. prediction. You got to stick with that. Um, all right. Well, thank Tied you guys up. for joining us for uh, for this recap and this brief preview of next week. Exciting times. We're in the final eight of teams in the NFL. Uh, so well, the last two out of three make-
0: years, dude. The last two out of three years, we've been in the final eight of NFL teams. Okay. So Titans fans who are looking at the franchise, yo, we are trending way up. Way, way up.
1: up. Last year we had a we had a pretty poor nine and seven team, but this year we have a pretty great nine and seven team. Yeah. Lots to be excited about. Hopefully we show out. The boys will be ready. Mike Vrabel will get them to believe, and we'll be doing those little. We'll make some more noise. Those little baby pushups for the game. Get them all hyped.
0: Yes, all the all way right, down, well, uh, Vrabel. All the way down, bro. That's all what? I got to say. I'm out. Okay. Peace out. All right. Yeah,
1: we're out. We're out, guys.